the Cats Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Just over 30 minutes remaining before kickoff between the Cats and Alouettes at Molson Stadium on Tiger Cats pregame presented by Greenworks. Bob O'Neill along with Andy Fantuz on the sideline and time for Speaking with the Enemy presented by Red Tag. Now with us from TSN 690, it's Alouette's analyst Marco Briette. We appreciate you checking in there, Marco. Hey, it's a pleasure to see you guys. It's been a long off season, so it's nice to hear some familiar voices again. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, tonight's big game. You know, Marco, you've gone from Kahari Jones to Danny Machocha to Jason Moss. Uh, you know, in a year where there is so much change on and off the field, uh, how much pressure is on the new head coach this season? You know what? I think this team and this organization is craving stability. I mean, you talked about the the people in the front office, the people on the sidelines. Now they're dealing with an ownership change as well. And long gone are the years of Bob Wettenhall and Anthony Calvillo and Mark Tressman and all those familiar faces when this franchise was having so much success. And so I think that Jason Moss will likely have a bit of a longer leash because the last thing this organization wants to do is move on to another coach and admit that they made another wrong decision. But from from the feedback that I've gotten from the guys in training camp in Three Rivers and so far in this preseason, it seems as though this ship is heading in the right direction, and I expect Jason Moss to be able to lead this team to success down the line. Well, certainly with Jason Moss and Anthony Calvillo, both uh, ex-quarterbacks with brilliant offensive minds, uh, you, you have potential for some some big fireworks. And bringing in Cody Fajardo, getting rid of Trevor Harris, what have you seen in that, in that change so far through training cramp and uh, first preseason game? Well, obviously losing, you know, the experience of a quarterback like Trevor Harris uh, is tough for any offense in this league. We all know how valuable uh, quarterbacks, good quarterbacks are in the Canadian football league. So when it was announced that Trevor was going to be signing in Saskatchewan, obviously it left a a huge void here in the Montreal offense. But Cody Fajardo has shown flashes. of success in the CFL. You go back to 2019 when he was the Western MOP, and I think the focus for Anthony Calvillo and Jason Moss is going to be trying to get him back into that shape that he was prior to those nagging injuries that kind of followed him in 2021, 2022. So the potential is there. He's shown it before. Now it's a matter of can he deliver it consistently with the weapons around him here in Montreal? Well, with those weapons around him, you, you're, you've lost Eugene Lewis, and you've lost Winicky, and brought in Greg Ellingson, and Reggie White's still there, Tyson Philpot. Uh, who, who are you expecting to kind of step up and, and pick up the slack for Eugene after the, those massive years there? Well, if, if there are opportunities to make this football team, it is definitely in the receiving core. Now, you mentioned the Owls did sign veteran Greg Ellingston, multiple-time thousand-yard receiver in this league, but the reality of it is he's on the tail end of his career. He's been dealing with some nagging injuries throughout training camp, wasn't in uniform last week, won't be on the field tonight either. His status for week one 
uh, uncertain at this time. Tyson Philpott, the explosive rookie who had a great first campaign with the Alouettes last season, also not participating in either of the preseason games. Reggie White Jr., he'll start the season on the sixth game. So right there, you have three question marks in that receiving core and a great opportunity for some of these young guys who've been showing off in camp. And if there's three names that I would give Ticats fans to keep an eye on tonight are receivers Austin Mack, Tyler Sneed, and Jeff Brunner, three guys that I think have an opportunity to make this football club if they can put something good on tape tonight. You know, based on our roster, William Stanback will be playing tonight. And, you know, he's done so much damage to the Tiger Cats over the years. But there has been injuries mixed into his career. And based on that, is he still an every-down player? You know, that's a question that's going to have to be answered. Uh, Obviously, he had an unfortunate lower body ankle injury against Calgary last year early in the season they tried to progressively get him back in the lineup towards the tail end of last season going into the playoffs but it was clear that he wasn't running a hundred percent but now with a whole offseason to rehab that injury I expect to be him uh, to see him in shape going a hundred percent maybe not tonight but at least to start this 2023 season but the silver lining with the standback injury last season was the opportunity to evaluate guys like Jeshron Antwi and Walter Fletcher especially Walter Fletcher who brings a much different dynamic to this Alouette's offense more of a scat back type body who can motion out and run routes in space try and create matchups uh, favorable matchups against linebackers in the defense. So, uh, uh, you know, this team's going to want to monitor Stanback's health, but I expect Walter Fletcher and Jeshron Antwi to still get a number of carries throughout the season, regardless of what Stanback's health status is. Looking at this roster on the defensive side, you, you, I can't help but kind of focus in on the defensive line. And would you say that that's the strength of this team, or, or the, is the front seven the strength of this team? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you just go down the list. Obviously, Jamal Davis had a breakout season a couple of years ago, tested the waters in the NFL, but he's back and committed to the Alouettes. Avery Ellis, Nick Usher back on the roster, and veteran Almondo Sewell in the middle. Uh, You know, and any defensive coordinator knows that if you can put pressure on the quarterback by only rushing four, it gives you the ability to do so much more in the back end, disguise some different looks, and it all starts up front with getting those guys after the quarterback, and I think that the Alouettes have the personnel to be able to do that. I know Lowell Jack was... uh a highly, highly touted uh, prospect and picked up in the first round from TCU, a defensive lineman. He's he's backing up tonight, backing up Jamal Davis. But what does he look like so far in training camp? You know, he had a couple of good snaps against the Red Blacks last week. Uh, and you mentioned him coming out of some big-time college football. He did play a couple of years at UConn before transferring over to TCU, and obviously there's going to be an adjustment period, not only getting used to the Canadian game again with that yard off the line of scrimmage, but just adjusting to be a, being a professional, the day-to-day, everything that goes into it outside of just the football games, taking care of your body, watching film on your own, all that type of stuff, and I think there's a good, solid group of veterans in that defense defensive line uh, meeting room uh, that can kind of take him under the wing and and show him the way. I mean, we saw last week, uh, last year, you know, obviously there were some injuries to first overall pick 
uh, Tyrell Richards, but he appears healthy and he had a good solid preseason game uh, last week. And, and when he was on the field last year, he was he was productive. And I expect that to be the same uh, for this year's Alouette's first round pick. You know, Marco, off the field, let me ask a question about the Alouettes right now, where they sit right now in the Montreal sports scene. Uh, kind of a down year for the Habs and uh, kind of an okay year for, for uh, CF Montreal as well, too. Where where are they sitting right now? There was a time there where I thought the Alouettes were kind of the, 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 the cream of the crop when they were going to, the, to at least a great cup every season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? It, it, there's no secret about it. There has been uh, a downfall over the last couple of years that I think is directly correlated uh, to their performance on the field. But you're absolutely right. This is a tremendous opportunity. New ownership in place uh, that has a widespread reach across the whole province uh, with his connections with Videotron and Quebec War Media. So this is a golden opportunity while the others are down for the Alouettes to slowly make their way back atop this Montreal sports scene, which has been dominated by the Alouette, uh, by the Montreal Canadiens for so long. And so it, it all starts tonight and next week with the Alouettes bringing in Our Lady Peace for the season and home opener at halftime show. And that's just one of many things to come here for this organization throughout the season. Very exciting. Um, what what uh, positions are you looking forward to seeing the the competition tonight to see who can earn that starting spot or even that roster spot in the Alouettes team? Yeah, you know, we spoke about the receiving core, obviously. Uh, I think there are a lot of opportunities for some guys to make this football team. But what I'm most interested in seeing is that secondary. Now, there are several veterans. They did bring back Siante Evans, Daquan's back in the middle of the field, Wes Sutton coming off of injury, Nafis Lyons. But what I want to see is, are any of these rookies capable of playing multiple spots in that secondary? Because that's what they're going to have to be able to do if they want to make this football team as a backup defensive back. Play special teams and have the versatility to play corner, halfback, free safety or strong side linebacker if need be because we all know how small these CFL rosters are the more you can do the more chances you have of making a football team Parker we're running out of time here out of three one last one here about 30 seconds look in your crystal ball where do you see the east lining up this year you know, with the addition of Bo Levi Mitchell here in Hamilton you know, I think that they're probably the team to beat uh, obviously, for second, I think it'll be between Montreal and the Ottawa Red Blacks. They did have a rough season last year over there in Ottawa, but with Jeremiah Masoli healthy, uh, that gives them a chance. And in Toronto, with a young uh, second-year quarterback with only one start under his belt, I think they're going to have a tough time trying to repeat as Grey Cup champions this year. We have been speaking with the enemy, presented by Red Tag. He is Marco Briette from TSN Montreal 690. Have a great call tonight, my friend. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good one.